0: Hey, everyone. Thank you for joining the Pastor Resources Podcast. Hope you enjoy the reading of our latest article. A short sermon by the devil on improving the minister's image in the community. My fellow fakers, I have assembled you here today for the purpose of preaching a short sermon on an amazing, effective way to improve the public image of a Christian minister in most communities around the world. And this is the day of short sermons, so I will make this short and sweet to your ears. When you see how obvious these three points are, you will not doubt that I am a fine prince of preachers and a fine prince of darkness. Now, those with itching ears, let them hear. Christian ministers of today face the challenges of being accepted among the most astute, educated, and open-minded members of the community. One of our responsibilities is to assist them in meeting this challenge. Of course, there are many ways to achieve the goal, but in today's enlightened and sophisticated world, I am proposing to you only three points for consideration. These will not seem harsh, unbending, radical, or ridiculous to the so-called elite of our community. In fact, the minister who adopts them will certainly be hailed, as open-minded, warm-hearted, and above all, a loving person worthy of their acceptance and respect. Therefore, you will do your wicked work well if at every turn you impress upon the mind of the minister from whatever source these three points. Number one, the acceptance of open theism now this notion suggests that because god allows human beings free will he is therefore limited to knowing only everything that may happen as a result of acts of their free will but not actually all specific acts of their free will before they happen that is god is Infinite. He does not need to know everything that will happen, only what could happen. This helps to absolve God from being responsible for the terrible things that do happen and make the ministers more popular. Number two, the acceptance of theastic evolution. While this marvelous teaching has been around for a long time, and I ought to know since I was the first one to promote it, it has rapidly moved from liberal circles to a significant number of evangelistical ministers. Be sure to advance the belief that God is limited to being an impotent cosmic observer who had only one real function, and that was to press the button first. That idea still goes over with a bang (laughs) and helps to make the book of Genesis fit better into our modern science and consequently makes the minister more popular. Number three, the acceptance of the annihilation of the impenitent. The annihilation argument will advance the idea that after an adequate period of punishment, all the really wicked will simply cease to exist. In other words, if the wicked hold out long enough, they eventually have what they wanted to get away from God and simply cease existence. This helps to deal with the question of why God would send anyone to hell and make the minister more popular. Well, in closing, I acknowledge that you need to be skillful in applying these three points. However, You have already been thinking of dozens of little tricks to advance our cause by helping to heap the right kind of praise on the hapless minister. Well, as you already know, the more praise the minister gets from the wrong people in the community, the more likely our plan will have the desired results. Well... Oh, how I approve of this Bible verse. For they love the praise of man more than the praise of God. John chapter 12, verse 43, out of the King James Version Bible. Go and praise them for their open-mindedness, their warm-heartedness, and their loving spirit. Praise them. Well, here are three points of rebuttal to the devil's sermon. As our Lord Jesus said in all of the preaching points of Satan, whenever he speaks a lie, he speaks from his own nature, for he is a liar and the father of lies. John chapter 8 verse 44 Jesus also said of the word of God, Your word is truth, John seventeen seventeen. 17. So the truth is. Well, open theism suggests that man can choose and make choices without God knowing about it ahead of time. Well, the scriptures refute this nonsense. O Lord, you have searched me. And you know me, and know my sitting down and rising up. You understand my thoughts afar off. You comprehend my paths and my lying down, and are acquainted with all my ways. For there is not a word on my tongue, but before, O Lord, you know it altogether. You have hedged me behind and before and laid your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is high. I cannot attain it. Psalms 139, verses 1 through 6. Then your eyes have seen my unformed substance, and in your book were written all the days that were ordained for me, when as yet, there was not one of me psalms one thirty nine sixteen. the god of the book is an omniscient infinite god secondly theistic evolution suggests that god did not create out of nothing by his spoken word in the sixth day of the creation week nevertheless Genesis chapter 1 and 2 refute this, as does the whole scripture. Before the mountains were born, or you gave birth to the earth and the world, even from everlasting to everlasting, you are God. You turned man back into dust and say, Return, O children of man, for a thousand years in your sight are like yesterday when it passes by, or as a watch in the night. Psalms chapter 90, verses 2 through 4. Worthy are you, O Lord, and our God, to receive glory and honor and power. You created all things, and because of your will, they existed and were created. Revelations chapter 4 verse 11, the God of the Bible is the creator of all that is and there is nothing that is that has not been created by him. Well, the annihilation of the soul, which is number three, suggests that in the end man can win over God because God's love will force him him to extinguish the existence of the wicked, yet this is not the teaching of scripture, and the devil who received them was thrown into the lake of fire and brimstone, where the beast and the false prophet also are, and they will be tormented day and night for ever and ever. Then I saw a great white throne and him who sat on it, from whose presence earth and heaven fled away, and no place was found for them. And I saw the dead, and the great, and the small, standing before the throne. The books were opened, and another book was opened. This was the book of life, and the dead were judged from the things which were written in the books according to their deeds. And the sea gave up the dead which were in it. And death and Hades gave up the dead which were in them. And they were judged, every one of them, according to their deeds. Then death and Hades were thrown into the lake of fire. This is the second death, the lake of fire. And if anyone's name was not found written in the book of life, he was thrown into the lake of fire. Revelations chapter 20, verses 10 through 15. The God of the Bible is a God of justice, eternal justice. There is a more sure way to serve as a Christian minister a mature way. And my message and my preaching were not in the persuasive words of wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and the power, so that your faith would not rest on the wisdom of man, but in the power of God. Yet we do not speak wisdom among those who are mature. A wisdom, however, not of this age nor of the rules of this age who are passing away, but we speak of God's wisdom in a mystery. 1 Corinthians 2, verses 4-7. The spiritual, mature minister will not be content with a politically convenient message. The spiritually mature minister will stand for biblical orthodoxy. The spiritual mature minister will not be taken captive by the false hope that if he compromises just a bit, we will enjoy greater acceptance in our community. Finally, the spiritually mature minister will not ignore the context of the Scripture so loved by the devil as noted above. Nevertheless, among the chief rulers also many believed on him. But because of the Pharisees, they did not confess him, lest they should be put out of the synagogues. For they loved the praise of man more than the praise of God. John, chapter 12, verses 42 and 43 in the King James Version. Never fall for the foolish flattery of the world, so that no advantage would be taken of us by Satan, for we are not ignorant of his schemes, 2 Corinthians two eleven. This message is by... Dennis D. Fry, President of Masters International University of Divinity. T-H-E dot M-D-I-V-S dot E-D-U. Thanks again for listening to the Pastor Resources Podcast. To read all of our articles, head over to PastorResources.com and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast for more articles and special interviews.